0: Quarantine, you know the vibes.
1: Zoom, what's up, y'all? It's Polo G, and this is Quarantine Questions with Rock V. Yeah,
0: you can quarantine the body, but you can't
1: quarantine my soul.
0: Yo, what's good, y'all? We got Polo G in the building, virtually, of course. If you don't know who Polo G is, then you just don't listen to rap, man. He's been killing the game for a little minute now with songs like Pop Out with little TJ, which has over 200 million views on a music video on YouTube. Finer Things is over 100 million views on a music video. And Heartless has over 40 million. That's just... To name a few for you, but um, yeah, man, I like to welcome you to Quarantine Questions Rap TV. I'm your host, Proto Goat. Pleasure interviewing another goat, man. What's good? How's it going?
1: Uh, it's it's going good. I've been just um chilling, vibing out here in Cali.
0: That's what's up. That's what's up. And um, you recently dropped uh, wishing wishing for a hero, rapping over the Tupac instrumental for Changes, talking about Black Lives Matter and police brutality. I wanted to just get your take on you know everything that's going on right now in the climate, bro.
1: I feel, like, um, I feel like this a a climate for change. I feel like the end result of this gonna be a big change, you feel me, within the entire world. Cause like we we at a standpoint where we really being heard at this point in time. And it's only, you feel me, gonna get better.
0: Yeah, and then you wrote that song before everything happened, right? Yeah. Isn't that crazy
1: how it all came around like that? Yeah. Um, but You feel me? George Floyd is just one of many Mm -hmm. um, situations like that that happened. Like, that's been going on since before I was even born. So it was something that I always felt strongly about, period. So it was something that I want to voice my opinion on.
0: Facts, man. And then, like, just tackling, you know, a classic Tupac track like that, most people would have started off with, I see no changes. (laughs) Wake up in the morning and I ask myself, how important was it for you to Switch it up and just do your own like style of
1: rapping on there. Um, just me, just um, wanting to separate myself, but still pay homage. So, mm-hmm. I got a few liners in there that pay homage to Tupac, but it's still like in the Polo G way.
0: Facts, man, facts. And then you know, just being out in Calabasas, bro. Have you ever experienced any racism out there?
1: Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say racism. Uh, it just be feeling like the type of climate that I'm in. Me, you feel me, being a dreadhead, mm-hmm. tied up black kid, you feel me, in a community where that's predominantly white. Sometimes just the looks or uh, the atmosphere that they create when you in that type of community make you feel like you don't belong here. Or... Yeah, does that ever get to you? Uh, sometimes, I can't lie, because you know, just knowing that I grinded so hard to get from out of my neighborhood to come mm-hmm. here in a place where I grind it so hard to be at and people still try to make me feel like uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, and you deserved it. You earned that, so.
1: And um, most recently, the music video for
0: Three-Headed Goat shot by Cole Bennett, um, featuring Lil Durk and Lil Baby. How did the idea come about for that song?
1: Cole Bennett, you saying the video?
0: No, the song at first and then the video. The song, I, I think that was um,
1: Lil Durk and I Work. Uh, okay. He he he. Uh, I I know he put through baby on the song, and then he hit me up. You know, it's all love, like on some city, on um, some Chicago stuff. He just hit me up to hop up on the song. Hmm. And I was gonna ask about that too, because Lil Baby and Dirk were going back and forth at first,
0: and then you had a full verse at the end. So was that all set up right before you got it, or
1: they had the song? It was just open like that for me to go at oh. the end. It wasn't even a hook coming back in at the end. It was just. Straight, straight like that. So I just came in and did my thing.
0: Bet, man, bet. And then, what's it like shooting with Cole Bennett, bro? Like a group, a group music video versus, you know, y'all did Twenty One, like versus just your own thing. Like, how's that? How's that like?
1: Man, Cole Bennett just got a different mind when it comes to shooting videos. Like, that man, Cole, you feel me? As far as like ideas to come up with a video, you feel me? Coaching you through the video, like he dope at what he do.
0: Mm-hmm. Does does he have a lot of ideas last minute that you guys just you know run with
1: it? Yeah, he he make a few alterations throughout the video that that coincide with what what it is the, like the message that we are trying to convey. Okay, but
0: and then I've also seen a lot of people saying that you know you had the best verse on there. Like,
1: what do you think? <laughs> Man, I mean, I I won't really jump into that. I'll just leave that you feel me, to the people, for the people to judge. I just know i tried to go hard on it because Lil yeah. Durk and Lil Baby, man, why, why not try to go hard on it? Yeah, man.
0: My my favorite bar was the Make the Crowd Dance choreography line. That that shit was hard. That shit was tight. And um, the video for Murder Rate with Blueface also dropped around the same time too, right?
1: Yeah, I had like three videos drop around that time.
0: Yeah, and, and a lot of people don't want to give Blueface any credit, man, but he low-key got
1: bars. I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah, right? he
0: he did his thing on that song <laughs> yeah that show was tight and then um and then I, and then i know you saw the little baby is now officially charging a hundred k for a feature right how much how
1: much you charging oh that's um that's personal information <laughs> <laughs> so good. So good. that's cool that he wanted to tweet that though but i ain't on that <laughs>
0: And, um, and shit, man, I also want to talk about this, too. Uh, you recently went online talking about people accusing you of selling your soul or some shit like that. Like, where did that come from?
1: Uh, stupid ass people. That's Just saying anything. I don't know. They be feel, Everybody feeling like they putting two, two and two together. That Baphomet shit? <laughs> yeah. I ain't Boy. even hear, heard about Illuminati since, like, 2010.
0: Yeah, facts. Facts. And what did you start seeing the comments? Was it
1: under your posts or your live or? I seen it all under my posts when I uh, posted my chain. That's crazy. That's when it started. That's, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's conspiracy, conspiracy theory, theory. man.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, so, you know, since it is quarantine questions, you know, I got to ask you, like, uh, you know, what you have been up to during the whole lockdown situation?
1: Sure, Rockman number one thing that I've been on, number one thing that keep me level headed. So I've been um, shooting videos, uh, going to the studio, booking flights to shoot more videos. Like, i just been all in in my bag as far as this rap thing goes.
0: Okay, and then, and then speaking about your album, did you have, like, a favorite song on there or one that really hit close to home where you really feel like, you know, it was a more heartfelt one than the others?
1: Um, my favorite song, my mo- favorite or most heartfelt songs no matter what because i just remember what i was going through at the time so that was like therapeutic for me to listen to that song when i was going okay. through what i was going through
0: okay and then the way you just approach your music in general was it a little bit different this time around with this album like if you had to
1: compare it to your past work for sure because just like with me now dropping the goat my next album got to sound different than mm. from that feel me so i just uh always try to really outdo what I did last time and really just come up with a bunch of new sounds. I don't want two songs out that sound. same. Okay. And
0: then is there like a difference between, okay, I want the overall theme to be this, or do you just do a bunch of music and then you kind of take the ones that sound the most similar together and, and, and group those? As far
1: as like putting the order in, yeah. that's how I approach it. But you feel me? Um, I know, like, with all my latest projects, I just really want to show versatility. Like, I'm not just really going for one vibe or one feeling or one emotion. Like, people from all type of different demographics are going to feel what I'm seeing.
0: Mm-hmm. And then as far as this album, too, like, what was the feedback on it? I know people were waiting on it
1: for forever. Like, like what was the reception that you got from your fans for it? I yeah, was fucking with it. People was fucking with my first album, though, mm-hmm. Die Legend, like, I got a lot of positive feedback. It was just that when I dropped the goat, I was known on a larger scale right. and I came more versatile music. So now people could appreciate what I had going on even more. Yeah, no doubt, man, no doubt. And um shit, let's take it back
0: one time for all the people out there. You grew up in Chicago. How do you feel like that that shaped you musically? Like did you have a lot of influence from like the Kanye's of the world or was it like more Chief
1: Keith based? Like what would you think? I listened to uh, everybody, Chicago. Everybody from Chicago. You feel me? That made music was doing their thing. But I feel like as far as more so influence, I say the drill era because I started out like I started out like drill rapping. Started out like drill rapping, but then I just switched it up to the whole melodic thing. But Chicago had a heavy influence on my music just starting out. For sure, for sure. And, you, and you're also
0: a big fan of Wayne, too. So I got to ask you, what was your favorite Wayne album? Carter, one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> like, if you had to choose one.
1: To be totally honest, the only one I got a real connection to was Carter Fo. Because I was okay. a shorty, um, really starting to listen to music. That was the first album I ever listened mm-hmm. to, or album or a mixtape I ever listened to fully through. And I used to listen to it, like, just sitting in my room before I went to school. I listened to his so whole album, trying to dissect his boss. For sure, man. And let me guess, one of your favorite Lil
0: Wayne songs was uh, Let the Beat Build in Six Foot, Seven Foot? Yeah. How you know that, though? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a pro, I gotta know. <laughs> but uh,
1: do you have a favorite Lil Wayne verse, though? Like, that you love? That you're like, yo, that verse is like the best verse. I like that, um, damn, I forget the name of the song, though. How's, it How's go? that go? He say, um, damn, when a girl singing on the hook, he like, she pushed me down. I get up. She pushed me down. I oh, get oh, up. Oh, she said this and I said that, and I, yeah, it was like a conversation, right? Yeah, but she gonna find a better nigga, no. And then it's hook. Like I know what he does. I know what he does. That shit go crazy though. That's, that's awesome. his best verse though. I ever heard him spit though. To me, that's on some real shit.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, and then when you first started too, like. I remember you saying that you just wanted to prove yourself, so you were trying to murder everybody on their own beat and stuff. And you even remixed songs like the Tay Ray song and then the Tupac song. Um, being a fan of Wayne, did you ever wanted to do something like No Ceilings, where you just took like all the hottest songs out and, and, and rapped over it? You saying like a No Ceilings type like mixtape or something? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like where you was just rapping over beats or
1: like just going crazy on stuff? No, I ain't want to take that. I just do it here and there because th- I feel like that will take away from, mm-hmm. like, Wayne did that, and he- I feel like he was the only person that could really do that. Cause any <laughs> other artist that, especially in this day and age, it will take away from your ability to just make music outside of remixes. Facts, facts. And then, and then you listen to battle rap too, growing up, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a favorite battle rapper or like a favorite rap battle that you remember
1: that growing up listening to or watching? My favorite battle rapper is Hitman Hollow. My favorite uh, battle is between the one when he ha- went against John John the Don, mm-hmm. and then another one when he went against a But I always like Hitman Hollow. uh battles just for the way he could perform. Do you
0: think he beat Hollow the Don when they went at- when they went at it against each other?
1: I can't really remember that battle like that, but nine oh. times out of 10, he did. Yeah,
0: Hollow the Don is my favorite battle rapper. That's what I was asking.
1: Yeah.
0: But I'm back in school, did you ever battle
1: rap? Anybody? Yeah. For real? Like at lunch? <laughs> no, I was in I was in uh, I was going to school out south. I was on the low end. I used to go to the school like price, a bunch of badass little kids and then uh, we um we had um our teacher couldn't work at our school no more, so we had substitutes the whole rest of the school year. <laughs> yeah. We used in back in the classroom, beating on the desk, just battle rapping each other, going crazy but that was the first time I ever did that.
0: Yeah, did you beat anybody? Like, where everybody was like, "Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was smoking
1: shit. I was smoking shit, air time, man, I'd be like, damn, he just went crazy.
0: It, would you guys just do it on the spot? Would you guys do it on the spot, or like, would you go home, like, tomorrow I'm gonna battle
1: you, or tomorrow I'm gonna battle this person? It was more so on the spot, just taking advantage of the opportunity, because since I was a kid, I was a writer, so I had something in the chamber, ready oh, for man. that moment. <laughs>
0: And then, then, you know, going back to your music career, uh, Never Care was your first song that hit a million views, right?
1: Yeah, and that was shocking to me because uh, Welcome Back was performing so well. Like, that hit, like, 100K in a month or something. And I was like, damn, you feel me? I'm really taking off with this. But Never Care just blew up because of the first line. Before Mm -hmm. I put it in, I was like, yeah. So everybody was going crazy over that.
0: Are they making memes about it and shit? Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, man. So so what did that feel like having a million views, like one million views on your uh, on your song?
1: Man, I popped a bottle of champagne that day that that happened. Uh, I went outside for like two days straight, then going to the house, you know? Like I was just outside and vibing, like, because I was so happy about it because I know, like, I, I was the type of person that I was happy at every level that I did. So. When I mm-hmm. cracked my first 10,000 views, mm-hmm. when I cracked my first 20K and 100K, so all the way on that journey, like, feel me, to see something like that, like a million people appreciate this song, that yeah. was crazy You to
0: You got to pop another bottle when you hit 100 million on something, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> now At that time, I was used to it, like.
0: Oh, okay. And um, shit, man, somebody that everyone really likes to watch you collaborate with is Lil TJ.
1: How exactly did you guys meet each other? Some label stuff. I was up on to his music though. But um he was he was up on to me too, but we really met through our label because it just so happened that we was on the same label. You know, I feel like everything happened for a reason though. Like what's the likelihood of us two young kids? We I'm the Chicago little TJ at the time, he yeah. the New York polo at the time, cause we both young kids taking yeah. over our city.
0: Facts, man, facts together okay and then and then y'all first session did you do pop out or was there other songs during that the session first session oh, first oh session shit, yeah it was pop out okay that's crazy and then um did y'all write the song at the same time like does he write faster than you do you write faster like who put the verse down
1: first tj was just in still vibing at that moment he, ain't, he wasn't really you feel me Trying to rap at that moment, cause I remember I the the pop out song was something that I had in a chamber. I had laid the hook down in October when I was in um when I was in um what the fuck was I? I was in Atlanta and okay. I came to New York after I signed, and that's when we popped in the studio together. And and when I came to New York and we did our session, I ended, instead of playing beats, I ended up playing that song. His And his a and I was like, oh, yeah, we'll fuck with this. Mm-hmm. So he ended up, I end up going in there and making a verse, because the reason I never put my verse on the song, because I was having writers block. Mm-hmm. So I just end up saying, fuck it. It took me like an hour to write the verse, though. Mm-hmm. I end up writing my verse, and then I came back out. He listened to it, TJ listened to it, like, it go crazy. Like, just send it to me, I'm going to uh, send my verse back. It was like probably a week later, he sent the verse back. Oh
0: okay, okay. So I'm um, I mean, you know, you being a young rapper who cares about bars, do you ever get competitive in the studio with any rappers or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, all
1: the time. I got to yeah, I got to come with it like, you know, like feel me like that that that's what helped solidify myself as one of the top artists if I'm coming with the with with the heat at the time, you feel me? I'm on songs with these other artists. And ain't it ain't nothing like a, you feel me? Like a bad type of competitive vibe mm-hmm. though. Like
0: it's like a friendly competitive.
1: Yeah, kudos to whoever else do their thing too. But I'm trying to murder some. Facts,
0: facts. And then, and then talking about these rappers too. Like, is there is there anybody in particular that like kind of helps you push your pen and like, like do you get in the studio with anybody in specific where it's like every time you get in the studio with them, you end up coming up with some crazy verse
1: that that maybe it wouldn't have been as crazy if you were by yourself. Um. I don't know. I cause I take the same approach every time. Okay. But I know um I know like every time I make something with TJ it's hard though. To For me. Sure. Every time I make something with him, it's hard. And um every time I make some with Lil Baby, I come with a hard verse. Facts, facts. And then being that you are a lyrical
0: rapper and stuff, like I would just personally like to know, man, who are your top five favorite rappers, bro, of all time? Like
1: my top five favorite rappers. Uh my top five. I'll say Wayne. As far as personal preference, I yeah, say personal. Wayne. I say Wayne. I say Tupac. I say Wayne. I say Tupac. I say Juice World. Mm-hmm. I say Herb. I fuck with Herb, heavy. And who else? Man. I always put Lupe in there. That's just me though. <laughs> I fuck with me though. I fuck okay. with that though. Too. I can't really, I can't really just say five. It's like a, so many niggas I fuck with, but if I have to say five for right now, them them the first people that come to my head.
0: Thanks, man. And then you spoke about Juice Roll just now. Like, how did you guys link up to collaborate
1: in the past? We was just, we was just homies for real, though. Like, oh, so you knew him before the music? Before we made any music, like oh, okay. he reached out to me. Like, so we was fucking with each other on that type of vibe. Like he, before we even made any song, I think it was probably like four or five months before we ever made a song or something for real. Okay. Feel okay. Me, we was just kicking it with each other every day. And he okay. just, um, I think the producer, Hit Boy, I had recorded a song that Chalice with Hit Boy and then Juice um, laid a verse on it. Okay. And did you already knew Bibby before that? No. That's how oh. I tapped in with Baby though,
0: through Juice. Got it, got it. And then Herbal, you know, like, he's another one that I know you used to listen to a lot, too. Like, I'm sure it was crazy just, you know, being in the studio and just being around that vibe. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, so what else you got coming up? Like, I know you've been going crazy lately. Like, you said you dropped, like, three videos, like, around the, you know, a few days. Like, what else you got coming up that we
1: should be on the lookout for? Uh, Shooting more videos to my album, shooting some new singles that ain't on my album. Like, I'm ready to really get the ball back rolling as far as like shooting other singles for my next uh, project that I'm going to start putting together. But I don't really plan on, you feel me, doing no deluxe or no shit like that. So okay. I'm just hitting with some singles.
0: But, and then are, are you allowed to tell us what the next music video is or not?
1: Nah? <laughs> no, I can't tell y'all that. I know, <laughs> I know it's coming soon, though. It's going to be a summertime jam. Okay. Can you at least tell us if it's going to be a feature or just you by yourself? It's just me by myself, Dolo.
0: Bet, bet, man. I appreciate your time, bro. Is there anything else you want to tell your fans out there that, like,
1: you know, go hard for you? Man, keep streaming the GOAT. We going crazy. We trying to go gold. So keep streaming that. We trying to go gold before July ends. So keep on streaming the GOAT. Bet, so once again, I'm pro
0: to go with Rap TV, and this has been Quarantine Questions. Make sure y'all hit that subscribe button, notification, button, to stay up to date, we're dropping interviews all the time. Make sure y'all go get that Rap TV merch at rapart.com, and join our community by texting 908-341-0067. And as always, don't forget to smash that like button. And one last time, let's give it up for Polo G, y'all. Appreciate you, bro. Hey, Hey, Bet. (laughs) Thank you, man. Thanks for having me.
1: You can quarantine the body. You can't quarantine my soul.